Yo, 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 what's poppin' everybody? This your boy Smackavelli the Don, and you are now tuned in to Llewellyn Lifestyle's Casual Conversations Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about anything and everything that comes to mind, from sex to love, to finances, to fashion. Today, we have a very special guest to me, bro. Like, from last time to now, she has become an important part of my life. Okay, so we have none other than New Jersey's Trap Queen, if you ask me. Miss Adrian B. Round of applause for her. Thank you so much for coming. What's good with you? I'm good. Hi, y'all. I'm Adrian B. Back at it again. It's Wednesday, my favorite day of the week. So last time I joined my dear friend on a Saturday, so he ain't get this uh, energy. Mm -mm. But today is my favorite day of the week. Wednesdays are my favorite day of the week. Because, go ahead. Because I'm a Virgo. And I don't know what it is before... It was even like a horoscope or, you know, that that type of thing before mm-hmm. it was an ast- astrological thing. I just naturally felt like good on Wednesdays. Mm. Like it would be my most busiest day of the week, y'all. I would have the most classes. I would have the most meetings when I was in college on Wednesdays. And for some reason, it was my most productive day. If y'all okay. know me, I do What's Up Wednesdays. So that's why What's Up Wednesday is that day. Cause that's just today. Round of applause. Before we get into that, I want to say thank you so much for coming up. Uh, by the time this airs, uh, my season will be over because technically, well, I'm not recording on the day that this is going to be released, but tonight is my season finale. Okay. But I'm going to release this as like sort of like a teaser for the next season. Yeah, we already in next year, y'all. So. Yeah, we in 2022, basically, yeah. when, y'all, when y'all seeing this. But I just want to thank you for coming up here, bro. Like, since last time, it's, it's a lot of people who come through and it's just like they vanish and go out the woodwork. We really start working together. Like, you really start helping me get my image together. And 2022 is going to be a big year for us. So I want to say thank you so much and thank you for all the help you've been giving me so far this show right here is going to be dope because i feel like it's going to be a lot of stuff that i learned about you personally Mm -hmm. but also still putting people on game on like who you are as a person cool all right so this episode is called new jersey trap queen okay so um let's get straight into the sneak peek of course uh the sneak peek is we show everybody everybody but both of our kicks today of course she breaks the rules all the time (laughs) so today i'm gonna show you guys mines i got on some 700 as reels of course y'all know i love the easy brand i think kanye is an amazing amazing person and yeah that's really my footwear proud of those uh today adrian has on of course (laughs) what she comes with every time boots every time every single time and as you can see she is active even in the shoe cam spin around bop 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 bam okay that's it right there thank you guys so much that is sneak peeks all right so uh, before we get started with the show, I felt like I wanted to do something this morning. So I've been really like on like looking up um, black brands and stuff like that. So I want to start getting into black other black brands besides my, besides myself. So uh, like the past week, week and a half, my father grew. If you guys don't know, my father grew up in the Bronx. So I've been like he's been like putting me up on mad knowledge of like how they used to do like black people wrong and stuff back in the day. Mm-hmm. So I went back and watched the Central Park Five again okay. with like intent on what to look for and stuff like that. So I started doing my own homework and stuff and. I actually did research and I found out that one of the guys from Central Park 5 had a brand that they came out with to honor six Central Park 5. It's called Park Madison. I have it on right here. Oh, I'm going to give a shout out to them guys because like it's really crazy what they went through and how they bounced back and how they got back into the community. And it also shows you how they really do us in the justice system and mm-hmm. everything like that. So if you guys get a chance, please look for Park Madison and check out their clothing brand. I think it's phenomenal. Yeah. Round of applause for them guys. Come to the show. Come to the yes, show. Yes, visit the show, we you guys. That. Yes. Other than that, what's been up? Yo, 
today is just not even today, but now that I'm already in 2022 mentally, it's okay. just everything has fast forward a thousand times. Like I feel like I just hit one of the galaxies, Milky okay. Way. Like I just came out on the other side. Like bloop, because so. of is it a reason? Um, right now I'm going through my own ascension. Right now I'm, you know, getting to where it is that I've worked my hardest to be and I'm hitting a new level. It's like a bonus round. Like I'm going through that. You ever play um Crash Bandicoot mm-hmm. and you have the booga wooga wooga next mm-hmm. to you and you every time you just invincible, that's where I'm at right now. So I'm taking advantage of that booga wooga wooga moment and okay. having my spirit guides, you know, around me to elevate me to that next okay. level. Because it's not on the um the um out line. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about this spiritual uh, thing that you want? Sure. So you've been putting me onto it because, I, as you guys know, I am a, a, um, a religious guy. Okay. So I do believe in God. I believe in angels. I believe in the whole movement. I am technically Christian, okay. but I also like believe in beliefs from other religions. Okay. I feel like everybody, me personally, if you ask me, I feel like everybody believe in the same person. Mm-hmm. It's just the people they surround God with is mm-hmm. like different. Yeah. Like, that's how I look at it. But with this thing that you like, everybody is into like this spiritual and angels and numbers and stuff. So can you really like give like a sum of that? Um, I am the testimony for that. So um, there's no way to really sum up my life. Um, But I am a Christian. I am religious Mm -hmm. um, and I have faith. I believe in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior very confidently and I trust him with my life. Overall, throughout my life, he has revealed and just, you know, guided me to certain places, people and individuals where it just comes into play, where it reveals my life purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, He has his ways of communicating with me, whether it be through angel numbers or, you know, a person, action, situation, whatever it is that he shows and reveals himself to me. Um, That's just what I believe. And I... This is not something I've constructed. This is not something that I've thought about and changed or I have any control over. No. After I gave my life to Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, he just revealed that to me. Um, Mm. I just believe that the reason why I'm here is bigger than me. Um, You know, so there was a lot going on before I was even here and I'm here for a purpose. So Mm. all of that cannot really be explained. It's just my life will be that testimony. Mm. So when you see it happen for me, you can just know that that's what God did for me. Mm. Walk by faith, not by sight. Mm-mm. You heard it here first. All right. Um, so let's get straight into it. What does the word drive mean to you? Oh, yes. Pop this off. So, all right. I just want to touch on today's top uh, title Okay. for, you know, the conversation. New Jersey okay. Trap Queen, right, y'all? Mm-hmm. I am a wholesome woman, you know? I ain't doing it the way that, you know, is usually, you know, um, just... How do you say it? Um, she don't. She building it brick by brick. Yeah, I'm not. Is and it's not a literal brick. Like I'm not a New Jersey trap queen. Like don't think I'm out here in a trap tent. You know, just being somebody's little side John who's hustling and tussling. Nah, I don't belong to nobody but God. You feel me? And I'm out here working. My definition of drive. My definition of trap is to you feel me. Put my best foot forward until I can't anymore. Mm. So I met with a new mentor of mine uh, earlier this week. And one of the things that I constantly explain to the people, new individuals and old individuals, is once you meet me, you're never going to get rid of me. Okay. Because there's always something to do uh, for other people. Like, I am a person of service. So that's okay. my that's my trap. That's my hustle. You feel me? I'm, I'm a service woman. So that's what I do. That's how I work my work. That's what's up. I, I mean, I, I see your grind every day. Like, even if it's something simple as going to event, an event to support somebody else, mm-hmm. the way you carry yourself and everything like that, I, I'm feeling the vibe. I'm digging the vibe and everything like that. And 
I don't mean to sound cliche or nothing like that, but it's it's not easy finding a woman that could be in a room with a with a with a bunch of dogs, you know what I'm saying, and still have that dog in, in herself. So when you come around, you could tell that you that you got that dog, and that's what that's what you know what I'm saying keep me around. Like oh, why is she on she on her grizzle? Like I could throw her in there with the sharks and she gonna swim, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so sure. it's, it's dope, it's fire what you're doing, and I, and I just want to say like, bro. Regardless of if you don't need to hear it or you do need to hear it, or sometimes people just I like hearing like you know what I'm saying when I'm doing good, but bro, you busting your ass out here and you doing what the fuck need to be done, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, who are some historical black women you look up to as you continue your journey in the industry? Oh, this is my favorite part because it's kind of like a daily inspiration. Um, There are a multiple, like a multitude of women that I look up to, but my top three, I had to think about this for real. Um, Number one, it would be Eartha Kitt. Okay. Just because of her groundbreaking words and her independence and how mentally driven she was. You that that's a woman you couldn't knock her off her her game. Like okay. she was on her own pedestal and she made that pedestal herself. Next person would be Queen Latifah. Now me and Queen always related on such a um I would say more like a lively a lifely realm because it, it she just is so much of myself. Like she reminds me of myself so much. Like she's cute when she need to be with her, you know, cosmetic, you know, relations and things like that. But you also know her as like a Jersey girl, you know, the one that will keep it real, the one that will fight for what's right and yeah. say what she needs to say wholeheartedly. So Queen Latifah would be that. Um <clears throat> The last person I really look up to would be Lauren Lake, because if you really look into Lauren Lake and what she does, she has so much versatility, not in just one facet of um, her career, but law, entertainment and everything else that she does. So that would be my top three. Earth the Kit, Queen Latifah and Lauren Lake. My my top three would be uh, Eric Thomas, motivational speaker. Okay. Um, Charlamagne the God. Okay. Definitely one of the movers out here. And um, third one. Mm, I don't know. Third one would probably be somebody like I think I would pick like my dad. Okay. I think I would pick my dad. Um, just like the trials and tribulations he been through, and like I see myself not going through it as hard as him because I had somebody like him to guide me. Mm-hmm. But like going through like the like I just posted a picture this morning. Like bro, like I remember growing up like high and from my parents and my brother like. Stealing cars, joyriding, selling drugs, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, strong arming, like just trying to be somebody who I realized I just never was. Like, and for me to have to try to correct all of that. And then I seen people who was like in the game less than me or probably following my footsteps that they ain't here standing next to me no more. Or like right. they not here no more. Or we got RIP behind their name. So I it just was like I went to my grandmother's building this morning and like I I just went to like a certain floor and I went to go like check on my grandparents. I just I just went to a certain floor and it just like it was like damn bro like it used to be like 10 15 of us in mm. here every single day and like out of those 10 15 of us it's probably like me and one other dude bro wow. and it's like we don't talk like that because those other people was the glue that really you know how you got a click with everybody around but some of them you don't really rock with but they part of the click you know what i'm saying there's other people that keep y'all close so i just was saying that today like it's it's just a testimony of where you come from and turning that around and making it into something else so yeah that's why let me tell you one person who i thought you was gonna say cool. that i can't believe you didn't because you always quote her. Who? Maya Angelou. I don't know why you didn't. I thought you was going to say her. No. I hate when you do Just this when you think stuff. I'm going to say something. Just when you think I'm going to do something. Just when you think <sighs> I'm predictable. Oh, that's I when I switch it up. That's when I switch it up. I don't know why. Y'all can never predict me. I just want y'all to know every person that watched this video from here on out, y'all never going to ever be able to predict me. And anything that I always do, you would never know what's coming next. Because I'm like that.
I'm like that. Do you want to drop 16 or something? I mean, I could. Never mind. You want to no. put on instrumental? Let's not do this right now. I mean, I can switch Come it up. Come on. Not right now. Not right now. <laughs> Jersey track queen at its <laughs> oh, finest. You feel me? I am the example. All right. So, okay. This is enough. Okay. So, look. <laughs> so, look. So, put me in. Oh, okay. So, um, my bad. So, uh, so you put me on the Tabitha Brown's book. Great read. Finished it. Everything. Make sure I finished it before this episode. Um... Um, sorry. You put so you put me so you put me in the Tabitha Brown book, and it's such uh, inspiration. What made you uh, take on this book right here? Wow. All right. So that book actually found me. Like okay. I went on a new journey um, when a lot of new things were coming into my life, and I said, you know what? I'm gonna go somewhere and get work done. So I ended up going to Barnes and Nobles, and as I'm walking through Barnes and Nobles, I see her beautiful face on the cover of this book. Yo, she just like oh my beautiful, god, beautiful, just absolutely radiant yeah, on the like, cover of that like, book. Like the essence of a black woman, yes, for real. And of course, it was adorned in royal blue and gold, which yeah. is like you know screaming for you, okay, <laughs> screaming for my pretty poodles okay. out there. And so I picked up the book and I just started reading, and I just kept reading. Okay, and I bought it. Because that book snatched me, like yeah. literally, it told me to open it, and I read it, and it reeled me in. And you know, I feel as though that book holds a lot of key factors that you would just need to be one with self and really get to yourself independence. So, if you guys don't know what book we're talking about, tap the brown food for the soul. Yes. Um. So the book is basically no. You know what? Go find out Go yourself. Go find. Go find out yourself. That's what you. happened to me. So basically, we were in Barnes and Nobles. <laughs> we were having a meeting because, um, you know, I'm. Saying, Saying we we working on some stuff for the next year, and she, she was basically telling me about the book. So when she was telling me about the book, I'm like, mm, do I really like it? And then she was like, you know what? Nah, I'm about to go do something. Just read the book. And like she said, like the first three four pages, I'm like, I'm about to buy this. Like, and I bought it right then and there. I bought Audible because I'm always moving around. So I listened to the book. Amazing read, bro. And it's something that it's not just for females because, you know what I'm saying, Auntie Tab, some people look at it like, oh, she she speaks to the women. Nah, she speaks to you too, bro. It's yeah. just food for the soul, period. Like, it's a really dope concept. Um, what have you learned from the book as far as life lessons and um, how have you implemented it? Wow. Um, so the book didn't necessarily teach me new things. It just confirmed a lot of things for me. Because a lot of the testimony that Tabitha shared in the book is are things that I already uh, experienced just as a spiritual person. So mm. it wasn't necessarily that I was learning new things. It was more or less like a confirmation, like, yeah, keep going. Like, okay. keep doing it. Um, I'm still reading the book, y'all. So Lulun actually beat me to finishing it. Yeah. But, but I, don't, I don't count, though, because I did it on Audible. Oh, that yeah. Don't count. He also did listen to it. I'm actually, like, reading. Yeah, reading you got the hard copy. But, you know, not to compare, though. I mean, either way, like, the book still has a lot of valuable gems in it. So I And guess, she's reading it. A lot of some books you don't, you know what I'm saying, the person not reading it, it's Tabitha's voice. So it's, it really, really yeah, written, bro. I have to read it because, like, you know, I have to put myself in her shoes. So, you know, of a, a lot of the things that I do, I put myself into it first, which is why I'm so, like, easily able to empathize with other people. So, mm. yeah, I actually have to read it in order for me to get it. Cause. Um, one thing I learned from the book is um, since I started reading the book, I've been on, like, this um, this detox type of thing. Mm -hmm. First week I did a no drinking, no smoking. Okay. Seven days. After that, I'm doing—now I'm just doing no drinking, no smoking during the week. Um, I just feel like, for me, I got to I gotta look at the way I treat people. And my mm -hmm. attitude, I don't be feeling like it be attitude, but I just feel like 
throughout the years and, and throughout, you know what I'm saying, me becoming a man and me becoming who I am, stepping into my own, even if I was out in the streets or now with a business and everything, I just feel like the way I the way I the way I carry myself, I mm-hmm. demand respect. And that's that's just I don't think I, just, I think that's just how my father raised me. But with that, I feel like when you demand respect, sometimes you forget about like the the simple layers, like respecting others and the way you talk to people and you know what I'm saying, giving people the benefit of the doubt and just you know what I'm saying, doing kind things. I got away from I noticed um like doing kind things for others or like thinking about other people's situations. Like I was always in the mindset of Oh, nah, I'm like, that ain't got nothing to do with me, what you well, got going on. let me ask on. you a question. When you say demand respect, who are you demanding respect from? Like, who's 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 receiving and giving the respect? Are you talking about respecting yourself or others? Others. Like, when I... Like, Why are you worried about others if you need it? This is what we were a talking about, A lot of the things... People don't realize, like, a lot of people like to walk around demanding respect. I'm not saying you. No, I'm just this saying is, in general. This is, this we're using this as I an had. example. No, but don't but you right? use me though. I'm good. Okay. You sure? Yeah, I'm okay. good. I'm gonna go ahead. Read some my people shit. will be like, oh my God, don't don't use me. Nah. But yo, you know, a lot of people like to walk around demanding respect when they don't even respect themselves. Exactly. So why would you demand respect from other people, you know, automatically you're putting your focus on other people, you know, giving you respect when you don't even walk around respecting yourself. Exactly. I mean, a lot of the times people have wants and needs and necessities that they can't even fulfill for themselves, but yes, so they want other people to give that to them. You know what I mean? First of all, if you go on demand respect, demand respect from your own life. You mm. know what I mean? And walk around with that because once people see you and how you set your boundaries and how you don't disrespect yourself, that gives them no option but to respect you. Exactly. So that's what I was saying. So when when I was when I was like walking around demanding respect, I noticed that what it was like. I was more so putting on a facade. Mm-hmm. You know like what I'm yeah, saying? give me respect. Yeah, like, yeah, like shit like that. Respect me. But like now, now it be more so. And now it be more so some shit where it's like, oh, I don't got to do that. I don't really care about no. what nobody think. Like, I, I carry, like, I am who I am. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Either you're going to get with it or not. And a situation <laughs> happened this week while I'm thinking in this new mind frame and stuff, mm-hmm. like, where it was a situation, I guess it was like a family situation. Mm-hmm. And I felt like in the in the situation, it had nothing to do with me, but I was, like, going to be one of, like, the resolvers. Mm-hmm. But because of how people look at me, you know what I'm saying, from the past, they just like, nah, if we're going to resolve this, I don't think Smack should be there. Like, but you that's know how not, he get that's down. not your place. Yeah, but I'm just saying, though, that just make me reflect on, nah, like— they want to leave you out, they want to leave you out. You know what I mean? It's right. not your fault for what people think or see of you. Like, yeah. if they are still stuck in where you were before, Word. they wouldn't. They're not deserving of where you are now because, again, and some of those things, they're not even worth your time or being included Word. in because they right. they wouldn't understand where you at right now. Word up, that's what's up. So, uh, what do you think is the hardest part of implementing from the book? Um, remembering what it is that Tabitha like pinpoint. You know what I mean? Because when you get caught up in life, it's it's hard to remember the advice that was given until you actually experienced that. And you'd be like, oh, like an epiphany moment. Like, oh, that's what they meant by that. Cool bet. And I could keep going on that type um, of route. But yeah, that would just be the hardest thing is just continuing to remember what it is that, you know, my mentors have taught me and, you know, my my people have taught me. It's just My hardest shit was forgiveness, y'all. 
I just be I don't be fucking with that, bro. Like I like I just feel like some shit just is I don't know. Like 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 I don't know. I just feel like I gave too many people ch- like too many people chances in the beginning to forgive. But I'm working on it. But listen though, bro, it'd be hard. I'm Do not you feel gonna... guilty about anything you've done wrong in your past? Absolutely. Yeah, that's why you can't forgive because you haven't even forgive yourself. So why, how can you extend forgiveness to others if you haven't even forgot forgiving yourself for the things that you've done wrong? I, but I do forgive myself. I, do but I you feel just told guilty? me no. No, I feel guilty. I don't yeah. say I didn't forgive myself. So if myself. you feel guilty, that means you have not forgiven yourself 100%. If you still feel guilty over the things you've done before, you cannot forgive yourself because you're still holding on to that guilt. Once you can look back at the wrong things that you've done and be like, you know what? Actually, I'm going to accept that I've done that and I didn't know better. And I'm just going to pray that God forgives me for the things that I've done. Literally. No, but this is what I'm saying, though. I, I'm okay. I know I did some bullshit back in the day. And I do forgive myself, but I feel bad because this is what I'm saying. I knew I was doing some bullshit so when I did it. So then it's a contradiction. I'm sorry, my love. I cannot hear you say that you forgive yourself if you still feel guilty. I'm not. I don't feel guilty. But you just said you feel guilty. All right. What's another word that I feel then? Because it's not guilty. You feel remorseful? Remorseful. That's a good one. Maybe that. Maybe that. But not guilty. Like, I don't give a damn. It's the past. It's the past. All right. So then what are you holding on to then? Nothing. I'm not holding on to nothing. But I just, when it comes to other people, I feel like I give multiple chances. One thing, one thing, I, one thing everybody will tell you about me. we're not talking me, about other people. We're not talking about what people can No, but that's what you. Tabitha was saying, though. She we're talking, talking about, about you. Before you can even focus on other people, you got to think about you. That's my thing. Right. Everybody want to be rushing through. Th- give yourself some time right. before you can extend yourself to other people. Have you gotten yourself ready yet? You would not leave the house if you did not put deodorant on. I hope not. And if you do, hopefully you forgot to do that. But it's the same thing. You would not put yourself in another funky situation knowing that you couldn't clean off the day before. Okay. That's what you go home for. That's right. what solitude is for. So how would you give me advice on, on forgiving people? Forgive yourself first and understand your faults and understand your where you aren't able to hold your own self-promises up. And then that's where you'll see how you disappoint other people because your only goal or your only initiative right here in life is to be who you can be. If you cannot be your best self, that means that you're obviously holding on to an insecurity or a fault or a flaw that you think you have. So that's like my thing next week, like... Forgiveness. Yeah. But it's only like a couple people, though. It's not a lot of people. That's Forgive the yourself first. Yeah. Forgive yourself first. I thought I did, but apparently I didn't. No. And I don't even know what's going on right now. Yeah, you know? Exactly. I don't even know. See, and now when you look back at it, you be like, I don't even know what's going on. You have no choice but to forgive yourself. Because now you realize you don't even know. Are you going to fret over the things you don't know? No. You just gonna be, Yo, I, fuck that. I forget it. All right, you moving on. All right. All right. You know? Anyway. Not not to be in denial, though. First of all, whose interview is this? I mean, you got me here. This is the second time I'm here. So. All right, so it's Shoot. all right, cool. That's what's up, y'all. So, uh, first of all, you, you just received a new position as a South Jersey Information uh, Equity Project Coordinator. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did this come about? Round of applause for that, too. How did this come about? Um, a lot I had of hard work in like six times, spell everything right, go back, edit. Like, goddamn. Yeah. That mean you that mean you get a little coin. Um, I will say for all the bird brothers out there, um, is you getting a little bit of coin? I mean, that's not nobody's business. That's They'll what see we like to do. Like here. I said, so you feel me? 
as South Jersey Information Equity Project Coordinator, y'all. Ooh, that's a lot of anti. That is a hefty, hefty title to have, and I'm so blessed to have it. Um, If you're wondering how I came about this opportunity, I worked hard for it. Mm. It's not nothing to be confused about. I feel like I feel like you. uh, That's like your second time. Like, what's up? What's going on? You good? Yeah, I'm good. But it's just a like lot of people trying are trying to be nosy, and you feel me? I don't have to say these things. Okay. You feel me? Because I maneuver like that. So for the people, if you just got here, I understand it's probably hard to understand how I got here, but you're going to see it. You feel me? Everything I do is not in vain. You feel me? I don't do things. I don't say things. I don't put myself in predicaments to not end up here. So that's how I came about this opportunity. Now, I didn't work in vain to receive this opportunity. Everything that I've ever did, even down to to my passion, I think I've explained this to you before. Even Mm -hmm. my life is not my own. Mm -hmm. You feel me? This is God-given. All I did was put my best foot forward and let people know I am consistent. I will be here and I can get the job done. And that's how I got that shit. Yeah, I feel like you took this interview now that I'm thinking about it. What do you mean? Because, like, somebody canceled and I was looking for an interviewer and, like, everybody was like, well... Do you when you need somebody and stuff like that? And I feel like you deboed this interview because you was like, when? And I was like, Wednesday. And you was like, oh, I, I'm going to be there. How you know I? It was other people. See, people don't believe me when I say what I said. You feel me? When I, I want something, clips, I'm going to get y'all. it. You feel me? And I, the way that the way the life works out, you feel me? If it happens, it happens. If it's mine, it's mine. If I said I'm going to be here, I'm going to be here. You feel me? I don't let opportunities pass up. I, I take them silently. That's what's up. Uh, what does the job entail, yo? I can't stand your So, as South Jersey Equity Information Coordinator, basically my job is to enhance black creatives. Yes, specifically in my job title and in my job description, it emphasizes the black and brown community. Um, so, as you may know in New Jersey, no one knows about South Jersey. Mm-hmm. Like, people think that South Jersey is a desert land and there's nothing going on. Why is that? Because when you have such a um, dynamic northern area like North Jersey, it's easy to forget about the rest of it if people are just, you know, focused on their work in North Jersey. So my job is to basically highlight the individuals that are hardworking and give them the opportunities and the connections that they deserve. So I work with WHYY, CNBC, and many other um, media outlets and um, I want to say, you know, just entities that are looking for black creators overall. Raw material, polished material, working material, whatever it is. We just want to know where the deficit is so that we can highlight the proper entities to now produce black, proper, polished, clean news for our community. We need that. So that's what this job description is. Okay. Does this job align with what you have going on as a, check this word out. Oh, I made this one up. You did. As a personality hub specialist. I felt like the job entitlement was too long. I had to get something else. As a media specialist, um, that I am a natural liaison. That's one of my purpose here in life is just to connect and make the connections. And before I received this uh, wonderful job lead, I was actually already doing it. I, people just didn't know about it. You feel me? When you mind your business and stay to your grind, this is what happens. And when you have the information already prepared, that's what made it easy for them to hire me because I had the proof that I was already doing already. So when they saw my materials and the things that I was doing already, they were like, bro, this is already like halfway done. You already made it a position. So we need you. And they were just like, come on aboard. 
And it happened. So literally the day that I quit my nine to five, I put my two weeks in. It was my last Friday. That was the same day that I got accepted for my new job. Mm. And I started that next week, literally that Monday. All right, look at God, yeah. Um, so for personalities looking for your type of help, uh, what is it that you bring to the table for new creatives? Um, I mean, you can see it on my Instagram page. I don't need to speak that, you know, for people who are interested in becoming how I was or, you know, looking at the things and just, you know, are, you know, I guess, how do I even put it? For the people who look at me as the example and would like for me to guide their way, just know it takes consistency. All I did was stay true to myself. I'm not going to lie. You made a niche for yourself. Like, yeah. you really, like, even when you, like, when somebody asks me, what is it that you do? I don't know how to explain that shit because it's like... What you it's need really, done. Yeah, it's only it's, it's really like, what are you looking for? What you need done. Because nine times out of ten, she does that plus more. But it's, it's easier for me to explain what you need done rather than explaining what she does. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? If, if the, the way I look at it is uh, things that people need done are like a bowl of cereal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You are the milk. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You fill in where there's no cereal at, of mm-hmm. course. So that's how I look at it like. Uh, it's a plethora of things that you do do, but I feel like you just need to know the talents that the person has, yeah. and you fill that in and, and basically attach everything so it becomes one. Again, the greats, all they did was enhance on their best quality, and they mm-hmm. had people who respected that quality, and that's what made them a great. You know what I mean? Which mm-hmm. They just stayed true to themselves. Um Me growing up, I knew I was different. I never wanted to fit in. I never had to fit in, and even if I did, I was the one that stuck out. So for me, I've always been that. And the best advice I can give to anybody is stay true to yourself and be consistent with yourself. The more the way you treat people is the way your life will treat you. Mm. That's all I got to say. The way you treat yourself is the way life will treat you. So that's just that. Whatever I put out, that's this is just what I got back in return. Okay. Uh, what is something you would tell uh, creatives when first trying to get into the business and succeed by getting their platforms out there? Do it. If you're mm. super different and you can't find no one else out there that does what you do, that's even more of a reason to do it. And a lot of people doubt themselves because it's like, oh, nobody will look for that. The fact that nobody's looking for it is the reason to create it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everyone has a like-minded individual. And, you know, if you're going to be a trailblazer, then you have to blaze the trail. Mm. Period. Period. Um, we see that you just got back from Jamaica. Mm-hmm. How was it? What's up? It was lit. It was lit, Fire. y'all. So we actually stayed in this big ass mansion. All right. So how this trip came about, right? My sister Kelsey, shout out to Kellyanne, shout out to Miss Kellyanne. That's my sister. So shout out to her. My sis is just a spontaneous soul. And last year, she actually found a travel group of young people mm-hmm. that travel the world. So last year, she went to Cabo and had a great time. So this year, she's like, yo, A, you got to come to Jamaica with me. We going again. And I'm like, you know, I might not be able to do it because I got my focuses going on. And lo and behold, like, I ended up going. And okay. it was the one thing that I needed. And just like everything else has been falling into place. This and you just didn't even know you needed it. Like. No, I didn't know I needed it until I went. You feel me? I didn't know I would be this excited until I went. So I went. Long story short, it was about 30 beautiful people on the trip. You feel me? 
we stayed for six days. Um, and four days we were in the main mansion. Uh, the mansion had 12 bedrooms. <laughs> Crazy. Each bedroom had a bathroom. It had a full movie theater, game room, full kitchen, and industrial mm. kitchen with housekeeping. So we were actually granted, um, you know, the luxury of having people there with us to basically be with us mm. um, and just help make our stay even better. So, yeah, we did horseback riding. And that was cool for me because I actually had lessons growing up horseback riding. And so when we went horseback riding again, it sparked my interest for, you know, just the love and things that I had in my childhood. So, you know, I was really happy to go. What else did we do? We went um, ATV riding, which was really fun. We went and did the bamboo rafts and ate a lot of good food. We even went to a Jamaican strip club, son. Mm, was it lit? That was fire. You threw U.S. dollars? Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Did. But we only uh, stayed for like 30 minutes. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, when, uh, uh, when, you, when you feel like you need a mental break, what do you do to go on a mental vacation? Since I you just came on myself. vacation. I zone out. Okay. It's not nothing like you do specific. Like some nope. people say they go get their nails done. Nope. Just zone out. I digress. And I make that time for me every day. Okay. Uh, what is your plan for New Jersey as far as entertainment business? Oh, you guys will see very soon. Everything that I plan to do for New Jersey is coming into fruition right now. So I don't feel the need to speak on it. It's just mm. my job, my title, everything that I've been explaining thus far says a lot for itself. When I'm finished by, I'm not even going to put a time frame on it because it might end it might happen sooner than later. But by the time I'm finished with Jersey, Jersey is going to have a solid system, a solid media system that is going to enhance every creative that's in New Jersey. It's going to be an even better Atlanta because we got Philly, New York, and everywhere else around um, us. So. Um, do you think you can single-handedly bring New Jersey from under a dark cloud? I've, I'm doing it. Snicker here, boy. Yo, who is on it, yo? I'm oh, doing it. Man, it's not a thought. Up. I ain't gonna hold you. This is her. Like, after the first interview, it was like, hey, how you doing? I'm good for New Jersey. Now it's like, all right, we get I the am true New Jersey. her. I yeah, am from yeah, Jersey. It's different. It's different I am, now. like, you know, I can't talk about it because, again, I am from South Jersey. I've on. seen yeah. the deficit. I've had the deficit. Yeah. I've gone through the deficit. I've maneuvered without having the opportunities and the support. So, yes, I am. Yes, no one will ever this, feel that uh, way again. This 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 new hunger, I don't want to say it's a new hunger because I feel like you've been had it, but it was suppressed. I'm hungry right now. Um, okay, yeah, we know that. We're going to get pizza, okay? <laughs> just give me just give me 20 minutes, okay? And we're going to feed you, okay? It's cool, it's cool. But nah, um, like this new, this I, I don't want to say new hunger, but I feel like 2022, you going into it like, I can't really care about anybody else's feelings anymore. I don't. You know, so um, with this right here, do you feel like your job is harder because you're a woman or because you you work in privacy? I feel like those it's two. It's not hard. I don't think it's hard at all. I've already been through some of the hardest times of my life. It's not hard. Okay. 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 Um, what do you think the number one problem is in the, uh, with the entertainment in the industry, and uh, why can't why why can't can't um New Jersey seem to get a breakthrough? Like, what do you think it is if you were having a conversation with somebody to say like, what do you think the problem is in New Jersey? What do we need? People in New Jersey don't know how to mind their business. It's the crabs in a barrel mentality, and they worried about other people climbing to the top, not realizing they have their own ladder. Mm. That's their problem. If people in New Jersey would just you know take the time to enhance and emphasize their own crafts and skills, and take the time to mind their business and get off the turnpike and you feel me? Understand what it is that they're doing in life. Maybe they would get somewhere. Have, have you ever witnessed the crabs in the barrel mentality in your own career of, of growing your brand and name? What's people hating now? 
Yeah, but I feel like that's coming because of your success, though. No, no, no. When people are nosy, it's a form of hating. Because why are you worried about me? <sighs> no, it's nothing to worry about. Hating. When you nosy, when you're asking me questions to pry and hear the things that I got going on, that means that someone is trying to see where I'm at so they can then get to where I'm at or try to be better than where I'm at or act like where I'm at. That's why I'm saying. For me, people who don't know how to mind their business, that's a form of hating because mind your business. You feel me? If you're not close to me, you're not family, you're not going to get the inside scoop. And even then, okay. you still wouldn't get it. I'm still that exclusive. When when did you realize that you were that you were going to be uh, the turning point for New Jersey? Because I feel like you are it. Like, when did you realize or, like, when was, like, the pivotal moment when you were like, I'm going to change this whole ship around? Like, when did you realize that that, that was your calling? I when guess I needed it myself. Mm, and when was that around? I want to say my senior year of high school. After high I graduated school. high school. Wow. Okay. That's young. So, like, this was the plan from that point, basically. When I say my life is not my own, y'all really do not understand that. Okay. So, what was it? What was the situation? Walk us through it. I mean, there was a... All right. So, I went to a technical high school, y'all. So, I've been doing entertainment technology for about 10 years now. Definitely 10 years. Um, I'm 24 now. Started BCIT West Tech when I was 14. I was a freshman at 14. Um, I graduated four years later, 17, 18. And when I graduated, I had this, um, I was fighting myself because I didn't know if I needed to go to a four-year college or if I could actually do it on my own and just build it up with just the people I knew. Um, I ended up going to a four-year college just because I wanted a degree. You know what I mean? I wanted to, I always like to do things officially. And so I wanted my certification and what I did, even though I already had my NACTI certification when I graduated high school. Um, and at the time that I graduated, I realized I had to go through a whole nother two years of general education requirements that I had already worked hard to learn in high school. And I wasn't one of those high schoolers that would be like, you know, I'm not studying or I'm not going to do my work. I'm just going to No, I strive to get A's and B's in high school, like worked my ass off. Um, and after, you know, not seeing how uh, superfluous that the opportunities were, I'm like, why is it so hard for people, creatives, to get the opportunities that they're working for. Why? It's because there's not a fluid network to help these individuals out. Not even your own teachers. Your own teachers can't even look at you and be like, here's an internship you can go get right now from high school. Why? Because it's a threat. Crabs in a barrel mentality. They see young creatives as a threat because it's like, oh, well, you know how to do what it is that, you know, I do already and you're younger. Of course you're going to take somebody's spot. No. So when you have the older generations looking at you like, you know, you can take their spot. Of course, they're not going to want to give you that opportunity because y'all on the same wavelength. Um, and that's the main reason why I'm doing what I'm doing today, because everyone should feel comfortable. There's enough room for everybody. You know what I mean? There's enough people who have personalities, have the skills, have the talents. And there's more than enough work to hand out. Yeah. You feel me? It's just a lot of people don't know what support is. And they feel as though because they didn't have support, everybody else has to suffer because they didn't have support. So, again, that's why I'm here. That's why I do what I do. And it's just to to be respectfully and to give everybody that that equal give and take. So, yeah, I ended up, you know, acquiring 120K in debt after four years of going to Montclair State. And I look back like, yo— I'm going to make back that money and make sure no one else has to go through that, you know, just self-torment to get to where it is they want to be. Do you—I don't feel like it was a mistake because I feel like you got gained a lot. Like, that's what you gained your family at, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, but if you—let's just say with your child, mm -hmm. uh, what is the mindset you're going to get them going into, like, leaving high school? 
It depends on where they're at. You know what I mean? I I, I hope not to be the parent who is um, hyper intense on what I want my kid to do. I would rather just, you know, when I have kids one day, let them blossom and tell me what they want and need. You know what mm. I mean? So that way I could fulfill their life purpose instead of influencing them or mine on them, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Now, um, speaking, speaking of children, like— um, one of the main things that I know that you definitely focusing on are the youth of today because of what we're talking about. Um, what are some things you focusing on, like with the youth? Like, if you don't mind sharing what you got going on, uh, what are some things that you really focusing on, or what are some things you think we have to nip in the bud ASAP or really try to get on quick to make sure that the youth are following the mm-hmm. right thing that they want to do and they're not feeling pressured to go, like you said, to school if they already know what they want to do doesn't require that. You know what I'm saying? So what are some things you're focusing on? Um, you know, and I feel so bad for the youth right now because they went through the whole pandemic phase and just with, you know, how the economy is just so crazy and the world is so crazy right now. They didn't really have the same type of freedom that any of us had because, again, they were shut down for almost two to three years ever since COVID, you know, came about. So um, one thing that I want to focus on with the kids is just knowing that they're okay to be themselves. You know what I mean? If they don't have or if they feel like they don't have a place to speak out, I feel like that was one of the struggles with our generations, too, with our parents, just not being able to say what it is that we want and be who we are because we have to be reverent to the older generations. Mm -hmm. I don't want them to feel ignorant anymore. I don't want to dumb their light down, and I don't want them to feel like they don't have a place in this universe. I actually want to give them a place where they can determine where they go. You know what I mean? Wholeheartedly. And create a foundation that would support them after high school. Absolutely. Because there are a lot of kids that don't even go to college and they, you know, work and excel in the things that they do. If they could have that from the beginning, like freshman year of high school and understand the nuances of what adulthood is, how to manage your checkbook, what expenses are, how to do your taxes, like, you know what I mean? Really prepare them for what it is that they do and be specific to where it is that they're going. Yeah. Not just giving them a... Effortless, uh, uh, effortless amount of information that they can't even use afterwards. Like Pythagorean theorem. I don't even use Pythagorean theorem right now, and mm-hmm. I can't give you a life representation of when's the last time I used it, even if I did. So, you know, fulfilling them and providing them with general education requirements that would actually make sense in the career that they're actually going through. So, um, like me going, me going to college back in the day, like I just felt like growing up, I knew that I liked animals, like that mm-hmm. was something that I had liked. But after I started like growing up, I really I realized that it was a hobby rather than being like a career path. Mm-hmm. And I knew that going into high school, like I knew that all of my years, I always went to performing arts schools and everything like that. That was my passion, mm-hmm. and I just always chased it. And my mother never blocked me from that. But my father and my mother, you know, what I'm saying my father, his father is, is Caribbean, and then my mom, she's she black. So it's like they were pushing, like, okay, well, if you like animals, you know, what I'm saying you should go towards a doctor role. Doc. And it was more so like. Uh, I, I don't like animals that much. I love them. Like, I got a passion for them, but it's not more so if that's what I want to do with a career. Like, I want to do something that's going to change the world. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do nothing like that. And I get it. Like, some parents think, like, it's a better route because they're thinking about financially and really being able to be stable. But sometimes the path you got to take is not going to be stable at all. And now that I went through everything, like, I feel like college was the worst decision for me ever. For I swear to God, bro, I feel like that. Like, I feel like... First of all, when when college hit, that's when I graduated from 
literally, I moved down south. So before I moved down south, I was like joyride and shit like that. To down south when my mother and them sort of had their eye back on me. But now I'm in college where it's free roaming. Mm. And I got introduced to drugs. And, mm. and it was like the money that come with drugs in college was like, mm. bro, mm. I, I probably went to class the first day. From that on, I never went to class again. Oh, wow. And I paid for like two years, really. You know what I'm saying? But it was, it was because my mom wasn't there. Like, I was really... Uh, throughout me hustling and everything in college, I was just like that campus nigga that was cool with everybody and like I was getting money on campus. So I didn't see the wrongful doings then, but throughout this time, I was focusing on music still and everything like that. And I learned a lot when it came to studios and what type of equipment and how, how to mix certain sounds and stuff like that see? because of the type of people who I was serving. You know what I'm saying? They had studios. They had, you know what I'm saying? So when I look at stuff like that, it's like even if you're going on the wrong path, Somehow it's just God in the background, like, all right, but why you doing this and you learning how to fuck up? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that you still and I and I held onto it the whole time. So I feel like when I get a child, like that's the main thing I'm gonna push. Like some stuff is gonna be a hobby and some stuff is really gonna be what you chosen to do, what really lights your light up, what what you wake up every day thinking about music, the industry, artists, stuff like that. I love that and that's my passion now. But I feel like that was a big mistake that I made. Like I, and was it a mistake? No, because that made me who I am today. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And I would never take it back. That's the path that I chose. And like I said, even though that I might have felt like it's a mistake now, I feel like that's the path God probably had for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, And it's cool, whatever it is, what it is. But, like, I just know with my child, that's something that I would change. Yeah. Like, so, like, like I, I feel where you coming from with that. And now my parents think totally different. Now that I'm outside of it and now they see, because me and my brothers was both rock heads. Like, we, was, we used to wild out. Like, and we just was like wild kids. We was. We knew God and we was in the church stuff, but we just wowed out. And now that we look back at it, now me and my father had a conversations like, oh, uh, you know, history and stuff like that. Like, you got to just go out here and do your own homework. Mm -hmm. And college is a way to, like, you know what I'm saying, keep people in debt in a revolving circle to some. To some. I'm not going to say to all, but to some how I feel. But, um, but yeah, like, I feel like what you're saying. Like, everybody got to take their own route and you shouldn't force anything. On yeah, you, no. I just definitely feel like that. Um. Is there anything... How much time we got, Marv? All right. So is is there anything that you want to tell... Uh, the, anything that you want to tell the guests? Like, anything you got coming? Anything you're working on? Or is it just a just watch? Um, Please stay tuned. Um, If it's for you, then you'll feel it. Um, And the more serious that you take yourself is the more that you'll be led towards me. Um, So, yeah, stay tuned for everything that is to come. And, you know, take your craft seriously. Absolutely. I want to thank you so much for coming up here because I feel like every time I talk to you, it's just it's no it's like no cut. Bro. It's no cut at all. It's it's just like taking medicine with no chaser, like straight drop. I love it, though, because it's coming from a good place. You know what I'm saying? Some people you get advice from, they really try and chop you at the knees with you. It's like you you telling them straight how it is. And, and that's, that's what gets you going. You know what I'm saying? And I like that. So, you know what I'm saying? You always got a special place here. So if you ever got anything coming up, always come up. Thank All right? you. Um, casual questions. You know the vibes. Yes. Either or. This time, don't cheat. I'm not going to cheat. i tell you this last time. I'm not going to cheat, you guys. Everyone thinks I cheat, but I just bend the rules. Either or, 10 questions, casual questions. Canon or Sony? Uh, Sony. Uh, trip with friends or vacation? Mm. Say it again. Trip with friends or vacation? Trip with friends. Money or power? Oh. <laughs> 
power. Okay. A uh, good book or good movie? Good book. Home Alone 1 or Home Alone 2? Uh, Home Alone 1. Uh, a funny or romantic movie? Funny. Um, winter ski trip or summer trip? Summer trip. Okay. Um, Popeyes or Chick-fil-A? <laughs> Popeyes. Okay. Uh, BET or VH1? BET. What? Black entertainment only. Okay. Uh, Rap City or 106 in Park? 106 in Park. Are you dumb? Thank you guys so much for tuning in. <laughs> this has been your boy Smack Lady Don with my girl Adrian B. And we are out of here. Bye, y'all. See y'all later.